0: The Art of Leadership Network. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Jenny Katrin, and this is the Lead Culture Podcast, where I coach you to lead yourself well so you can lead others better. My team and I at the Foresight Group are committed to building confident leaders, extraordinary teams, and thriving cultures. Each week, we're going to take a deep dive into a leadership or culture topic that will give you the tools you need to lead with clarity and confidence and build a thriving culture. So this week, we're going to look at six trends that will impact your culture this year. Now, I wrote a blog post on this a few weeks ago, but I wanted to take some time on the podcast just to expand it a bit uh, and talk a little bit more about these six trends that I'm seeing. But before we get to that, I wanna highlight the sponsor of this week's episode, Sanctuary Project. Sanctuary Project is a social enterprise jewelry brand providing meaningful employment and job training to women who have survived lives of trafficking, violence, and addiction. Sanctuary is a survivor-run organization offering a safe community for women in transition to grow in practical skills while restoring their lives and hearts. Their jewelry is designed and packaged by the women they employ, and 100% of their sales go directly to providing more job opportunity and job training to survivors. So you guys, their work is is beautiful. And the founder of Sanctuary Project is a friend of mine who I just really admire and just love the organization she has built. And so be sure, go check out their amazing work and pick up a few gifts at sanctuaryproject.com. Okay, so let's look at these six trends because I suspect as I talk about these, you are going to feel, they are going to feel familiar to you. See, every year presents its surprises. As much as we try to plan and anticipate what the year ahead will hold, part of leadership is being able to anticipate the possibilities and respond to the realities. I wholeheartedly believe that your organizational culture should be at the top of your priority list every year, right? You all know that. If you've listened to the podcast for some time, you know this is a hot topic for me. But each year, different factors may affect when and how your culture will be impacted. So there's core elements of culture. And we talk about the culture hierarchy of needs and and the five things that are key to employee engagement in that hierarchy. And yet every year, there's different external factors kind of impacting your culture. And so one of the reasons uh, I named my company Foresight is that we want to equip you to know what to anticipate to help you lead well. I want to equip you with the foresight for success. And so especially as it relates to all things leadership and culture, I try to keep my eye on the horizon anticipating what's coming and what do we need to be aware of that's going to impact our culture. So with that in mind, here are six trends that I'm observing in organizational life that I believe will impact your team culture this year. Now, the first one we've talked about already in the last few episodes, it's that purpose is increasingly important. So again, the last couple of episodes of the podcast, I've been kind of zeroing in on this one because um, the culture report for 2023 shared that employees want the sense of fulfillment that comes from doing work that has a purpose and feeling that they belong to their workplace community. So this clear purpose is essential for engaging your team. So do your employees understand the purpose of your organization? When was the last time you articulated your organization's purpose and helped your employees understand how they fit into that purpose? Do they see where they fit in that big picture? Oftentimes when we're under pressure, we focus on communicating goals and tactics and assume that the why is clear. But don't leave your purpose to chance. Make sure you are connecting the dots around purpose. And at the risk of belaboring the point, because I spent a couple other episodes talking about this, I want to just encourage you, if you missed the earlier podcasts on this topic, go back and listen to episodes 188 and 189, where I do a deep dive on this topic of purpose specifically, because it is just exponentially standing out in all the data on employee engagement right now. The second one is that economic headwinds are going to require lean, effective teams. Economic headwinds are going to require lean, effective teams. So I suspect you've already been conscious of your budget and your hiring decisions for 2023. Most of that has probably been established. But daily, we're seeing headlines of major companies doing sizable layoffs. There's another one this morning, just as I'm recording this podcast. The predictions for the economic outlook are varied and the wisest thing we can do is prepare to run lean. So if you haven't already done so, you need to reevaluate your team structure and make adjustments for staffing with a leaner team. The critical factor here is that you bring your team into the discussion, right? As much as possible, we don't want this to be a surprise to our team. Our teams need to understand with a healthy level of, input, what the dynamics are, right? Like they need to understand the the consequences of shifts in the market. For those of you in business, they need to understand the impact of if people are being laid off, that their giving is decreasing. And therefore, for those of you in ministry or nonprofit spaces, where the giving to your organization might be suffering because of people's personal economic impact. Like your team needs to understand that whole piece. So the more that you can bring them into that reality without like creating overwhelming fear for everybody, more you can bring them into it, the more that they can help you find solutions for this. Um, and, And the more that they understand the big picture, they understand why you're choosing to be conservative in your staffing decisions, right? Again, the more teams have a sense of ownership and understanding of the whole organization or the business, the better equipped they are to help you help bring solutions rather than just be frustrated so if you realize if uh, if you, if your team realizes that your decisions to be a little leaner in staffing is a proactive step to prepare you to weather any financial challenges ahead and that it's coming from a desire to protect current staff roles you're more likely to actually increase morale rather than deflate it, right? Because most of the time, if we're having to be leaner with staffing, if we say no to new hires um, or we say no to adding a new position to the budget, oftentimes that can just be frustrating and demoralizing because the staff person is looking at it from the lens of, gosh, we really need this extra staff person to help us accomplish the goal. If they understand the whole picture of the different economic headwinds that are impacting potential Uh, budget issues and possible restraints, then they're going to be more understanding of, oh, our leaders are actually trying to protect protect the jobs that exist. And that's why they're being a little more conservative with adding anything new. So I want to just kind of camp here just for a minute longer because this one can be so tricky. I'm not suggesting that you overreact and you make cuts prematurely right? Like it'd be easy to react to some of the fear and what we're seeing in some of the headlines and then just overreact and make cuts prematurely. What I'm saying is that when the horizon is uncertain or unpredictable, just play it smart. Make sure you've fine-tuned your team, right? That you've got the right people in the right seats doing the right things, structured to support your mission, right? Just take a healthy look at the roles on your team and are, and are they all designed to most effectively achieve your mission. Get super clear about roles and responsibilities. And if someone does resign, they move on for some reason or another, don't just immediately fill the role, use the opportunity to rethink the role or reassign existing team members. So any natural attrition, use it as an opportunity to kind of retool under the current circumstances. So if you sense that you need to reevaluate your organizational structure, I take a deep dive on that topic in episodes 148 and 149. That was from last year. And I dig deep on that because a lot of you, I suspect, are going, yeah, we need to do a little tune up on our org chart. We need to just get the right people in the right seats. We need to make sure we've got the right positions because we don't have a lot of room for uh, fluff on the team right now. Okay. So That second one is economic headwinds are going to require lean, effective teams. So the more clarity in your structure, the better that's going to serve you this year. Number three, your mid-level leaders are going to experience increased pressure. Now, you guys, this one is standing out to me significantly right now. Your mid-level leaders are going to experience increased pressure. Over the last few years, mid-level leaders have absorbed more responsibility, either by attrition or promotion. In some cases, they've stepped into new roles of leadership, and they need equipping for their responsibilities. In other cases, experienced leaders have simply taken on more scope of responsibility. But either way, they need to be supported don't cut your leadership budget this year. Here I'm telling you to be lean, right? But I'm saying, don't cut your leadership budget. If anything, expand it so that you can better equip the key leaders in your organization. And I wanna give you a little more context for why this is so critical. A recent Harvard Business article shares this, and I'm gonna read a couple of paragraphs because it's just so good, and we'll link to it in the show notes if you wanna go look at the whole article. But it says, between the great resignation, a lingering pandemic, Employees demanding flexibility, skyrocketing mental health challenges, a looming recession, and general uncertainty, more and more employees are turning to their direct supervisors for direction and support. Essentially, our leaders are becoming counselors. The data bears that out. This is the article goes on to say, it says a recent poll at Salesforce revealed this important insight. While employees once considered top executives their most trusted source of company information, now employees rate their immediate supervisor as most important to understanding the organization and its priorities above the executive team. Now, I'm going to say that again, you guys, because this is really important to hear. It used to be that employees rated their senior leaders or the executive team as the most trusted source of company information. Now, employees rate their immediate supervisor as most important to understanding the organization and its top priorities. So, and as recently as December, 2021, studies confirmed what Gallup found years ago, like in a study done in uh, 2013, I think, that employees leave bad managers, not bad jobs, right? We leave people, not jobs. For instance, when good hires surveyed 3,000 American workers, they found that 82% of them said they would potentially quit their job because of a bad manager. 82% said they would potentially quit their job because of a bad manager. Guys, if we're not equipping our leaders so that they are actively and successfully leading their teams, it's going to cause challenges in our culture. So article goes on to say, it says, unfortunately, managers aren't always prepared to meet their moment because they're woefully undertrained and overworked while tasked with leading their teams during heightened turbulence. In fact, new research by Future Forum found a record 43% of managers say they're burned out, the highest of any job level. So to retain your managers and the employees who report to them, you need to invest in their development. So guys, this development of your mid-level leaders is super critical right now. So my question to you is, how are you investing in the leadership development of your team this, this year, especially those who manage other staff? It doesn't have to be complicated. Simple and consistent is critical. But how are you investing in the leadership development of your team this year? We're noticing this. Um, our coaches at Foresight, uh, in some cases, are almost acting as the, um, the uh, adjunct leadership development team member for some of the teams that we work with, where basically, like, we kind of play that role as your leadership development staff person for your team just at a fraction of their time. Super beneficial to helping equip, especially those mid-level leaders. So be thinking about that. Number four, recruiting strong talent is going to continue to be a challenge. You all feel this, right? I was in a conversation yesterday with a team that I was doing a workshop with, and one of the questions that was posed was just how to deal with that dynamic of uh, the inability to, re- to attract strong talent, right? That that is a significant challenge right now, and it's going to continue to be that way because the labor force is tight, and with the housing market so tough, recruiting employees, especially if it requires a relocation, it's going to be a hard sell, right? Like, it's going to have to be really compelling, and after nearly three years of upheaval in all aspects of life, people are hungry for peace and stability. So they're looking for what's, what's the more comfortable th- pathway, right? If, it's gonna, if I'm going to have so many hurdles to relocating, it's really got to be worth it. And so a new opportunity or a new culture will need to be really compelling to inspire people to take the risks associated with a job change. So what makes your culture compelling? What sets you apart? I want to encourage you to wrestle these questions so that you're prepared to recruit extraordinary people when you do have that open position you need to fill. Number five, retention will be a superpower and a super saver. If you do some simple math around how much it costs you to recruit and hire new team members, you have a business case for why retention matters. The Society for Human Resource Management reported that on average, it costs a company six to nine months of an employee's salary to replace him or her. It is just costly to replace talent. And so retention is critical. And beyond the financial benefit of keeping your turnover low, the impact to your culture is exponential. Tenured staff know your organizational culture. They carry institutional knowledge and are therefore equipped to more efficiently help you deliver on your goals. So do you know why your staff stay? Hopefully they are, but do you know why? And are you retaining your best team members? And so wrestling with those questions and really considering that and asking yourself, what do we need to do to retain our best talent will help you avoid some of the challenges and the costs associated with turnover. And finally, number six, the expectations for leadership will continue to increase. On Leading the Future of Work podcast, I heard an interview with Marshall Goldsmith, and he said, leaders are better than ever, yet the feedback about leaders is worse than ever. Listen to that. Leaders are better than ever, yet the feedback about leaders is worse than ever because the expectations for leaders has changed. People just expect more. The workforce today expects more from their leaders. And toxic leaders are meeting their match in employees who will no longer tolerate miserable work experiences. The power balance in organizations has shifted, and it's elevating the need for healthier leadership. Guys, this is good. Like, this is good for us. And one of my deep convictions is that leadership is truly sacred work. We as leaders need to know and understand the significance of our influence and the power that we have to change and affect the lives of those we lead. Guys, it is a big deal. So when we lead from this understanding, we'll be better equipped to usher in an era of leadership that will rise to the expectations of those we serve. This isn't hopeless to me, and in fact, it's actually quite hopeful. I think some of these trends, while they feel a bit negative, actually push us to lead well. They push us to lead from our best. And so let me read those six trends again for you just to kind of recap. First is that purpose is increasingly important, right? The clear purpose, understanding why, and helping every employee connect to that. Number two, economic headwinds are going to require lean, effective teams. You're going to have to be just super intentional with how you structure your team to um, be most effective. Number three, your mid-level leaders are going to experience increased pressure. Support your mid-level leaders. Pay attention to the pressure they're experiencing and help give them some support this year. Number four, Recruiting strong talent is going to continue to be a challenge, so make sure your culture is competitive and compelling so that you can recruit talent when you need to. Number five, retention will be a superpower and a super saver, so work hard to retain your team. Understand why they stay or why they don't stay, and then proactively work on that. And then number six, the expectation for leadership will continue to increase, That expectation of us leading from a good and healthy and God-honoring place is more critical than ever. So rise, let's rise to the challenge. And simply by listening to resources like this, by digging into um, leadership coaching and finding avenues for your continued growth, you are pursuing that as a leader. So I want you to be encouraged that if you are taking steps to grow as a leader, you're going to continue to see um, your growth and development. So my question is, did these trends get your attention? I'd actually love to know which ones feel really compelling to you, which ones you know, are, feel very real to you right now. Are there a few of them that you need to focus on this year? There's probably one or two of them that feel more appropriate to you and your dynamics right now. And if you'd like to strategize these trends and how you can combat them, my team and I would love to connect with you. This is what we love to do. This is the stuff that gets us excited and gets us up in the morning. So send an email to podcast at getforesight.com. And we can schedule a free strategy session just to look at some of these trends, how they're impacting you, and give you some suggestions on how to move forward. So just email us at podcast at getforesight.com. That's G-E-T, the number four, S-I-G-H-T dot com. And we would love to jump on a free strategy call with you to talk through this. So leaders, here's the good news. You can fight back against these trends, right? This is not hopeless. This is awareness, right? This is helping us anticipate and be aware of what is on the horizon and what we need to be paying attention to as leaders. By being proactive in addressing these trends, you can combat the effects of them. You won't avoid them altogether, but with greater awareness, you'll be better equipped to lead yourself and lead your team more effectively this year. And that is my goal and my hope for you. So let me know what you thought of this. I'd love to hear which of the trends felt more applicable to you. And you can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at Get Foresight, that's G-E-T, the number four, S-I-G-H-T, or on LinkedIn at the Foresight Group. You can also just email us at podcast at getforesight.com. And I would love it if you would share the episode with another leader who is probably facing some of the same trends that you are. And then if you haven't done it yet, please go leave that five-star review. I would be so incredibly grateful. Now, don't forget to check out this week's sponsor, sanctuaryproject.com. Go pick up some fun gifts for your friends and or your spouse. And then finally, if you're looking for even more leadership resources to help you and your team thrive this year, sign up for my free insights newsletter at getforesight.com. Friends, thanks for listening today. Keep leading well. Don't let these trends overwhelm you. Let's proactively lean into them and lead even better.